<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. A group of religious leaders is fighting for the right to abortion in Missouri. Why they say the ban should be overturned. Another challenge for Illinois' new weapons ban. Why some say the law is unconstitutional in the state Supreme Court hearing included bias. And a former St. Louis postal worker pleads guilty to mail theft and bank fraud. How much money prosecutors say she got from stealing checks in the mail? No drama, no delay, no government shutdown. Yeah, the Senate successfully votes to pass a short-term spending bill, avoiding a government shutdown for now. What this means for Congress going into the new year. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back on this Thursday, November 16th. You are watching The Power of Two at 6 a.m. I'm John Pertzborn. I'm Blair Leday. Good morning, everybody. Hey. Taking a live look now at our Together Credit Union roof cam and then checking in with meteorologist Angela Huddy on the Lakeside Renovation and Design Weather Deck. She's going to tell us about some changes on the way when it comes to our forecast. Angela? Yeah, Blair, we are finally going to start talking about some rain here for the month of November. It's not a lot here to start, but we'll take it. But as that rain comes in, it's also going to mean we say goodbye to these way above average temperatures here for mid-January, or mid-January, listen to me. <laughs> oh man, the year's going fast, not going that fast. Mid-November, bus stop this morning, plenty of sunshine to start. It's another chilly one. You'll want the coat, heavy sweatshirt, jacket this morning, but you won't need it this afternoon. We're going to push back towards 70 as clouds begin to increase. We'll talk about when those clouds may squeeze out some rain and talk about those changing temperatures coming up in a little while. But let's check on this November day's traffic right now with Amelia. Yep, and we're already pretty busy, Angela. So we have a major crash that has completely blocked the highway on 44 westbound right before the Poplar Street Bridge. And so here is one vantage point for you from one MoDOC camera. It shows that it looks like a car spun out, hit the wall there, and emergency crews are blocking all lanes. And then this other camera is zoomed in right now to another car, but I'm counting at least maybe three other cars also involved in this. And as we pan out, you might get a better look at the scene. It looks like we have another car uh, that also kind of spun out there. So very, very interesting and serious situation, uh, mainly for those 44 westbound drivers in downtown St. Louis. Here is a other look at the backups that are forming. So I'll continue to monitor the situation, but if you can avoid 44 westbound downtown heading towards the Poplar, I would do so at this time. Blair John. A crucial court hearing on a lawsuit challenging Missouri's abortion ban is just hours away. Yeah, this challenge comes from 13 religious leaders who support abortion rights and filed a lawsuit. The Power of Two is Chris Ringe live downtown to explain how the case could have a major effect on the future of Missouri's law. Chris? Blair, good morning to you, John. Good morning to you as well. We are just outside the Carnahan Courthouse. This is where this hearing is slated to take place at 11 o'clock this morning. This lawsuit was filed back in January against the state of Missouri by those different religious leaders who support abortion rights and want Missouri's abortion law overturned. The suit claims that Missouri's abortion law violates the state's commitment to the separation of church and state. It seeks a permanent injunction barring the state 
from enforcing its abortion law and also a declaration that provisions of the law violate the Missouri Constitution. The lawsuit arguing that the Missouri lawmakers who passed the current abortion law impose their own religious beliefs on others who don't share them. The Brennan Center for Justice says this case is among 38 lawsuits that have been filed in 23 states challenging restrictive abortion laws enacted after Roe v. Wade was overturned. Following that landmark ruling by the Supreme Court last year, Missouri's then-Attorney General Eric Schmidt and Governor Parson immediately filed paperwork to enact a 2019 Missouri law prohibiting abortions in the Show Me State except in cases of medical emergencies. The law makes it a felony punishable by 5 to 15 years in prison to perform or induce an abortion in Missouri. Medical professionals who perform abortions could also lose their licenses. Missouri Senate Pro Tem President Caleb Radham, a Republican, has called the lawsuit foolish and says that lawmakers were acting on the belief that life is precious and should be treated as such when they enacted that law. Cameras will be allowed in the courtroom for this hearing. We will see what happens when this gets underway again, 11 o'clock this morning. For now, live downtown, I'm Chris Fernier. Thanks, Chris. An Illinois ban on high-powered semi-automatic weapons is facing a new challenge. Republican State Representative Dan Calkins is petitioning the U.S. Supreme Court to review the state Supreme Court's decision to uphold the law. According to the Belleville News Democrat, the Protect Illinois Communities Act was adopted after the 4th of July mass shooting in Highland Park, Illinois last year. It prohibits the possession, manufacture, or sale of semi-automatic rifles and high-capacity magazines, and uh, those who already own them must register them. The law is set to take effect January 1st, 2024. Calkins argues the law violates Second Amendment rights and that justices involved in the case had conflict of interest involved there. He said they received campaign contributions from people who support the ban, including Governor J.B. Pritzker, which goes against the separation of powers. I knew this morning at least one person was hurt in this multi-car crash early this morning in the Jeff Vanderloo neighborhood. Uh, that's in North St. Louis. It happened just before 1230 on Dr. Martin Luther King Drive near uh, in North Beaumont Street. One car crashed into a building. Another hit a shuttle bus near the St. Louis Police Central Patrol Division. Meanwhile, a shooting in North St. Louis County left three people hurt and investigators say those victims were innocent bystanders. St. Louis County police say officers found a 17 year old with a non life threatening gunshot wound. This happened around three yesterday afternoon near Laramore Road in Oak Parkway Lane. Police say the investigation shows two separate groups were shooting at each other, and that's when the 17 year old was hit. They also say the driver of a silver sedan swerved to avoid the shooting and then crashed into another car sitting on a stop sign. Both drivers went to the hospital with non life threatening injuries. No word yet on any suspects. A former St. Louis U.S. postal worker admits to stealing checks from the mail and depositing them into her bank account. 27-year-old Portia Rhodes pleaded guilty to bank fraud and one count of mail theft in federal court yesterday. Prosecutors say that uh, she stole 21 checks, scratched out the payee's name, and then wrote in her own name. Those checks total more than five thousand dollars and she faces up to 30 years in federal prison and a one million dollar fine she'll be sentenced february 12th 
St. Louis police sounding the alarm over a recent group of carjackings and break-ins in the St. Louis area. More than 100 carjackings happened this year in the city of St. Louis. Police say they think this is a coordinated effort and they're close to catching a few of these suspected carjackers. Certain makes are targeted, of course, in thefts along with parked cars. Police say to avoid becoming a victim, lock your doors and store valuables out of sight or just don't have them in the car at all. What's that smell? It's gasoline in Eureka, according to people living there. And they're, they're saying this gasoline odor comes and goes near Lions Park. The smell is from a gas pipe that uh, leak that occurred on November 2nd. The pipe was broken while uh, workers uh, were doing some renovation work at the ball fields. Eureka city officials tell Fox 2 the, or tell the um, Missouri Department of Natural Resources that uh, they are their agency monitoring the site. A spokesperson for the DNR says air monitoring is taking place currently and uh, there is no level of concern detected. A warning from Amory, Missouri to be on the lookout for fraudulent calls, emails and messages from con artists. Amory says the company sees an uptick in utility scams during the holiday season when customers might pay less attention to warning signs. Scammers could call threatening disconnection and demand immediate payment. If this happens to you, Amory says remember to never give your personal financial information to anyone who calls, sends a text message or email or comes to your home requesting any information.